if you are a slow-paced people-oriented person or you're a slow-paced task-oriented person and you're paired up with somebody who's opposite, oh my gosh, like you guys could really butt heads. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or and you again, can use it to your advantage. <laughs> You're listening to the 2120 Podcast, where two guys have one conversation about people and things that inspire us, things we've learned in business and in leadership, and things that entertain and amuse us. And we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. Now here's Matt and myself, Jim. All right. Well, this is a different edition of the 2120 Podcast. Matt and I have had a little trouble over the past couple of weeks, several weeks, actually. Uh, my schedule has been really busy, which I feel very blessed with. There's a lot of work going on right now, and that's awesome. And then it's uh, fourth quarter in retail. So for Matt, obviously, that means that uh, um, he's working a lot of extra hours, too, and it's their sprint. So we have a guest joining us today. And in, I guess, uh, pattern of, of what Matt and Danielle did, Today, it's Beth. My wife, Beth, is joining. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and so she just loves to hear her voice, and she just loves to do public speaking, or this isn't right, public, but right. yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, we're, we're locked in my office on a Sunday afternoon here, right? Yeah. It's actually beautiful outside, but it's uh, we're under two weeks to Christmas. So this will be coming out just before Christmas. I kind of kicked around doing a Christmas podcast with you you know, like traditions, but I got to thinking about something that I do a lot of. And what I do a lot of is talk about communication and behavior styles. And it's fundamental to my training. And I often use you as an example to like tell a story uh, of our differences because you and I communicate and, and take action very differently from each other. Right. That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, uh, so this might be a little interesting, <laughs> but, uh, so, so when we go in and do training, it's, it's very foundational to what I'm doing, uh, that we set up a couple of things. And so I draw what I call the model of human behavior. It's based off of disc. Some of you are familiar with disc, but it really starts with understanding pace and priority, right? you and Beth, you love this stuff is probably almost as much as I do. I do. You just don't train it, but right. you've been in training rooms with me when I've taught it. Right. Worked with people. Um, you've given some extra insights at times and, and kind of helped, you know, say yeah. things differently maybe than I, I do. So that's kind of yeah, cool. Because I see things different than you do. Yeah. And we and we've learned this now. Um, we've been doing this for a while. Uh, but but maybe. Um, well, you got you were certified with me in this. Right. Earlier this year. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. The the one thing that's really interesting is is you listen to this and and this conversation kind of evolves today. I think is it, you're going to find that it's applicable whether it is in a personal relationship, like a, a marriage. And right. how many years have we been married? Almost. Almost thirty. Yeah, thirty. Dang. I mean, almost thirty. Almost February. 30. Yeah. Yep. And so um, for twenty eight of those years, we didn't know this stuff. For the first twenty or so. We didn't know what our strengths are, and we do now. Right. So in your opinion, just go back to strengths before we get into this. What was one of the benefits of knowing each other's strengths? When you learned yours, you learned mine. <laughs> Why are you smiling? <laughs> You're laughing over there. Look at me. Like, what? what's one of the things that you learned about us, like me and yourself, just by from strengths? 
Well, we did have some conflicts, and that all stemmed back to the fact that you were futuristic. And I am not. I think in the moment. I think, uh, if you think futuristic, I think, how do I get there? Yeah, you're very much a now person. Yes. And you want to know what the plan is. Yep. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah, I want to know the plan. I want to make a plan. I want to make steps. Yeah. And what happens when I would jump into future boy mode and <laughs> like I might be five years out or 10 years out, what would happen? I'd say, how are we going to get there? Yeah. And what was my reaction when you would ask you that? You got frustrated. I did. Yeah. Because, uh, and that's one of the things that I learned just from a strengths perspective is that um, my futuristic is so strong. And I say it this way is that it's, I will walk into the future so fast because it's vivid for me and it's effortless for me to do that, that I forget to include others specifically, namely you. Right. And so the story that I would tell is that like when you and I would be say driving to say uh, Decorah or Galena or, you know, somewhere Des Moines, a couple hours away from us, Mm -hmm. we'd have a lot of windshield time. And before we knew these things, I would sit there and start talking about the future, like maybe a dream vacation or a dream house or Something with a business, right? right? And what would you do? I'd say, okay, but how are we going to get there? We right. got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do this. Yeah. And, and <laughs> my perception of that was, wow, you're a, you're a dream killer. Right. And I would get frustrated back at you. Right. And as a result, uh, probably me, I would just turn the radio on or change the subject altogether. Right. And I would stop talking. And so effectively what happened between us is we stopped dreaming. Mm-hmm. I stopped dreaming with you. Right. Because I, I heard your, I heard you asking the how questions as negative and they aren't, that's how you're wired. Right. And so <laughs> every time that I would do that and you would start like, well, how's that going to work? And how's this going to work? All I wanted you to do was like, Hey, hey, climb into the dream ride with me for a second and let's go and plan something out and we'll worry about the execution later. I just wanted to dream with you. Mm-hmm. But I would talk in such a way that it was happening or right. that it was it was an absolute because right. that is exactly how I think. Right. If I'm telling you a dream, it's because it's vivid, it's real, we're going to make it happen. And it might, maybe the thing I would forget to tell you is it might take us 10 years to do it. Right. The way you talk, it's like, Within the next year, this is what we're going to do. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then I'm freaking out. Well, yeah, you're freaking out because you're looking at it as, um, you, you would see it more as an impossibility because you have a very analytical mind and you would want to know how those things work, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So when we took Strings Finder, then that helped us understand each other, which was good because then you and I could smile at each other and say, hey, you're doing it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And so it didn't feel like it was uh, a frustration as much as um, now we could actually have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And so now I want to transition this into what we learned about the the human behavior and communication styles. So uh, again, this is foundational to all the training that I do. So if I, if a client ever schedules me to do, you know, uh, uh, help help us, help us communicate better. Well, I'm going to start here. And so Mm -hmm. if we look at that, we learned this uh, earlier in the year, I draw this all the time. I teach people how to draw it. And then I'm like, you know how to draw. This is so cool. Take it home and show your spouse or your significant other. Uh, We're going to start with pace and priority today Mm because that's where it originates, right? So there's two types of pace, 
What you know him? Yeah, fast what, and slow. Fast and slow. And which one am I? Fast. Almost always. Mm-hmm. I'm almost always fast paced. Mm-hmm. So as a fast paced person, um, how would you describe that? I'll fill in the gaps if if you miss them, but I would say you're a quick decision maker. Yeah, that's true. You don't. I mean, you kind of think about stuff, but you don't want to think too long. Hmm. So you move. That's quickly. interesting. You say that. Yeah. Because it's the opposite of me. I I think that I think this is like here we are marriage counseling on the twenty one twenty <laughs> podcast. But here's the thing. It's not that I think fast. I do think fast. Actually, let me do validate that. That is very very true. But when I tell it to you the first time, I have thought about it for a thousand times. Mm-hmm. And that's really true. <laughs> uh, I've played scenarios in my head, but I just didn't communicate them to you. Right. So then I tell you today, here's the plan. And it sounds very decisive to you because it, it, it actually is. Right. And I'm telling you, we're going to do this and this is how it's going to look. And, and what I've learned is that I should include you earlier. Mm-hmm. so that it doesn't feel like it's the first time you've heard it right. because it is. Yeah. <laughs> but to me, I've been thinking about it for weeks or even months or possibly longer. I mean, that's true. Mm-hmm. So that's really good. So yeah. So I, I make, I'm decisive. I make fast decisions. What else? What are some other indications of fast paced? How about your speed of like just talking? Yeah. You, you talk a lot faster. I always have to think about what I say. Yeah. And I process things fast. Yep. But this doesn't come without pitfalls, right. does it? Right. So one of the one of the things with having a high pace, uh, faster pace, is that I also have very high risk tolerance. In other words, I'm willing right. to make decisions that scare you mm-hmm. easy. Right. Uh, hey, let's go jump off this, right? And that, sometimes that could be literal, like when we did a Tough Mudder together. Right. Or maybe <laughs> it's like, um, hey, I'm going to quit my job and start a business. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? Because you're, okay, so let's talk about slower pace then. Mm-hmm. Slower pace for you, how, how do you describe it? I have to think about things and kind of write it out and investigate. Um, you like to research stuff. Research, you, you love to research. Yeah, yeah. Put a, I put a lot of thought into stuff. Probably uh, in a lot of instances, I probably put too much thought into stuff. I don't know. I think it's how you're wired. Yeah. Okay, so, so again... I, you know, I'm going to coach you for just a minute there. That is your go-to. That's where you get security and that's where you get confidence from because mm-hmm. you're thorough mm-hmm. and you've checked all that and you've really thought it through. Um, I think also from a slow pace, you tend to communicate slower. Right. Um, you tend to be, um, it's not that you think at a slower speed, but like what we were just saying there is, is you want to get, you're not going to make a decision until you've thought everything through. Mm-hmm. Um, and you tend to be very much a risk mitigator, right? You want to limit risk. You don't like risk. Right. And I'm very comfortable with risk again, just to share the Mm -hmm. contrast there. So there's pace. Now there's a lot more things that can go into that. Um, but, but right there, those of you that are listening and thinking this through, like you're hearing Beth and I, who have been married for almost 30 years, describe how easy we could jump into a conflict. We could get into an argument simply over pace right that i'm ready to do this and you're not Uh, i like to tease you and you've heard me say it before in trainings and and i've said it i think two or three times this past week but and it's not to like diminish you but it's a great illustration because it makes people laugh in the room and it's this i always say 
if it was up to you, we'd mm-hmm. still be driving a 1995 Forest Green Ford Taurus. Yes, probably. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's up to me to like push the envelope for you about, Beth, we need to trade cars. We need to do something different. It's starting to get a lot of miles. It's going to nickel and dime mm-hmm. us. Um, and I'm tired of driving it too. Like there's a, there's a want also that factors into that. And mm-hmm. you and I have a vehicle right now that uh, we're both both extremely happy with. But it was a stretch for you to take that loan out because mm-hmm. we, guys, we weren't able to write a check for it, right? So we had a we had a, a we financed that car. Um. So where was I going with that uh, pace? Oh yeah, teasing you, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So now let's talk about priority, and and I'm going to let you explain what are the two priorities. A task oriented, people oriented. Yeah, task and people, right? Mm-hmm. And so, if you think about, if you were drawing a circle right now, and if you were to cut it in half, the top half would be fast paced, and at the bottom of the circle, you would write slow, slow paced. If you were to cut your circle in half, so they end up with four like pie slices, the left side is where you write task, the right side is you write people. people. Okay. Yep. All right. So are you task oriented or are you more people oriented? Uh, I'm I'm more task oriented probably, but I think I'm, you're close. I'm, yeah, yeah. It depends on my situation though. Um at my job, because I service people, I'm more people oriented in that situation. Yeah. And you're really good. Like you're exceptionally good at customer service. Right. Which is indicative of slower paced people oriented styles. Right. Like you're loyal. Correct. You listen well. You like to serve others. You mm-hmm. finish others, things that others start. Right. Um, and you're, you're very polite. How about when we go make a decision to where we want to ha- or what we want to have for supper for dinner? Who's going to make that decision? You or I? You are. <laughs> if we go to a new place, who's going through the door first? You. Always. Always. Why, why don't you? I don't know. I guess I like to follow. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny, right? And and I like to hold the door for you, so that, that kind of helps you go in first. But then you're very quick to let me step back in front and kind of mm-hmm. lead in the way. So, you know, it, it, I we, like to let you lead in the way. Yeah, we got that part figured out. Mm-hmm. But so that's that's a couple of hallmarks. If you if you know if you're listening in on this is um, again, that's a little bit more of a pace thing. But uh, Beth, you are definitely. I think a split between task and people oriented. There mm-hmm. are times when you are much, much more focused on task. And um, in fact, you could get quite focused on it and ignore the people side of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tend to be very task oriented myself, but then there's times when I can really glue in and become people. So I'm somewhere also in the middle. I think you're almost split. Mm-hmm. My, that's my take of you. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm not quite split. I, I tend to lean a little more task oriented. So for me, I would be fast-paced, task-oriented. Uh, for you, I think you tend to be slow-paced and then maybe task-slash-people-oriented. Mm-hmm. Right. So here's the thing. If you're listening to this, you're like, well, where are you? And that that um, well, we should probably talk about people-oriented. So if you're a people-oriented person, that means that you just love the relationship. You want to get to know people. You like to get to, to uh, know their kids' names or maybe what they like to do or how their weekend was. What are they going to do for vacation? Me being a task-oriented person, especially in a business setting, I'm much more interested in what are we going to get done today? Right. I value... I value another person based on your ability to help me get stuff done or let's work together to get stuff done. 
right? Mm-hmm. That's just, that's one of the characteristics or the tend to's of somebody who's fast paced, task oriented, mm-hmm. right? And that doesn't make me better. It also like doesn't make me worse. Like right. it is how we're wired. But understanding as you're listening to this, if you're, if you are a slow paced people oriented person or you're a slow paced task oriented person and you're paired up with somebody who's opposite, oh my gosh, like, you guys could really butt heads. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or and again, you can use it to your advantage. Well, okay. What do you mean? Well, because you're so fast, I I slow you down by by asking you questions. You do. Insightful questions to make you slow down and think about it. Yeah, you ask me the hard questions. Should we really do that? Right. Is that the best thing to do? Uh, and, and, and that is a great point. I'm so glad you made that up or brought that up is because... I kind of forgot that for a second, which is it your pace. Those of you that are fast paced, you're not superior to those that are slow paced or vice versa. Right. It is how you are. Okay. So what you just said is I love having you slow me down and ask questions. Right. Uh, and you need me at times mm-hmm. to speed you up and take right. you out of your comfort zone. Right. Uh, and that's also true on the pace and priority part too. Uh, uh, if you and I are getting too locked in on task and we forget about people and so task could be like, let's use Christmas for an example here. There's a lot of tasks you could do at Christmas, Mm -hmm. decoration, shopping, preparing the food, wrapping, like all these things that you, you can get locked into. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I teach, um, you know, in conflict resolution and, and Joe taught us this was that you'll never offend a task oriented person by treating them like a, a person giving, you know, right. like a people person. Right. So if you're a task oriented person and I come to you and I, I ask you about your weekend and how the kids are and all that, I might annoy you by doing that mm-hmm. Because you got things to do. Right. 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 But I'm probably not going to offend you. you right. You'd say, hey, he's a nice guy or she's she's nice. Mm-hmm. Like, she's kind of annoying, but <laughs> kind of, I like him. Right. You know? However, you will definitely offend a people-oriented person when you treat them like a task. Right. So, in other words, like, they're an agenda item. Mm-hmm. And it's somebody maybe you haven't seen for a while and they want to catch up with you. And all you're there to do is get the thing done with them. Right. Oh my gosh, you can destroy that relationship. Mm-hmm. You really can. So if you're listening in to this and you're thinking about it from a business setting or maybe a personal setting, understand that the more you are aware of who you are and how you're wired naturally gives you so much more insight into appreciating the other person. Right. 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 Um, you know, I was just thinking too, like, um, uh, when, when you and I are working together on something, um, there are times when your pace isn't always stuck in slow. So tell me when you start to go really fast paced. What, can you think of a time? Cause I, I can give you some hints there. Oh, you might want to help me out. Help you out. Yeah. Well, so the times when I see you move really fast is when you know exactly what's expected. Right. You're not carving it out ahead of time. Right. You're not left to wonder, like basically somebody's kind of giving you a roadmap. Mm -hmm. Then what do you do? I just follow it. But (laughs) then, but then you're also wired to do what? When you see things that could be improved. I have to fix it. You have to fix it. You said it. You have Mm -hmm. to fix it. I have to make it better. I have to make it more productive. 
Easy. Again, because that's a strength zone for you. Right. You're a fixer. Yep. And um, in your past, you've had people at work, bosses, even on day one, tell you what? You can try to fix it, but it's it's fine the way it is. In other words, don't rock the boat. Don't rock the boat. Don't try to change stuff here. Mm-hmm. Just do your job do and your stop job. thinking about it. Stay in your box. And how did that make you feel on day one? Oh, horrible. I hated it. <laughs> It's like, it's like limiting your gift. Yes. You're wired to like, you can see a way that I could save us time or money or both. Cause mm-hmm. oftentimes that's the way it is. Um, so if you ever feel limited in that case, now you, that's not your current position. That's no, not, not what's happening there. This was, nope. this is in the past. Right. Um, and that would really, really frustrate you. Mm-hmm. Right. For me, um, thinking about, you know, times when my strengths have been misunderstood. It's when I stepped into that futuristic mode and, uh, <laughs> uh, on, on my last day, I learned from the people that I was leaving, you know, that I was resigning from, we're really going to miss that mm-hmm. is what I heard that day right. for the first time. And I went, why didn't you tell me that before? Because what I heard was your head's in the clouds. What are you doing right now? Right. Uh, And so I always thought of my futuristic strength as something of a dreamer. When I heard visionary or things like that, I didn't have a a happy thought, a positive thought attached to that. I heard, oh, you shouldn't be that way. And when somebody tells you that, because that's not how they think, that's when I teach this all the time right? This is a barrier label that people mm-hmm. have. Mm-hmm. They're misperceiving your strengths. Right. Or I may have literally been overusing it and I was so future focused that I wasn't focused on now, mm-hmm. but I didn't know the difference. All I knew was stop, be present, which is okay. I need to do that. But my gift is to actually see a future so clearly that sometimes I'm the only one that sees it. And that's a very scary place for me. It feels Mm -hmm. lonely. And it's not, if you don't have a lot of inner confidence, you can't sell it. You have people that are holding it back. Right. But if you're also dealing with people that don't understand and they think the way I think and you're in your dream world, I can't connect with it. So it's like. So the gap widens. Yes. So, and so again, that's just, it, and you're can, wasting my time by talking way up here because we're right here. <laughs> well, that's what I was right? thinking too, is that's, that's when you start to move into that fast pace. Like when right. you know, what's clearly needing to be done, you work at a, at a very fast pace. You're, right. you're a hard worker. Um, you have achiever, you have responsibility, you like to just get things done. And that's what makes you really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I like to check stuff off of my list. Yeah. Yeah. And you've also been really good for me too. Like when I've wanted to buy or invest in some software or something for the business, you'll be asking me the question of like, are you ready for it? Or or is this going to be like that time when you spent $30 a month or a hundred dollars a month on that and you didn't use it for the first four months? Like, well, let's not throw that money away. And I look at you like, I'll give you a little bit of an eye roll Mm -hmm. because I'm like, there you go again. But you are so right that I've thrown away $400 before because we bought something. I subscribed to something for a hundred dollars a month, was frustrated with it, didn't use it. And then told you mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm pretty open with you about what right. we're doing. Right. And you're like, well, let don't do that again. Mm-hmm. Cause we could have used that $400. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so anyway, again, this is, 
this is fun for me to be able to talk about. It's fun for me to do it with you because you, you and I have never obviously podcasted on this kind of topic before. Right. And you get it. You, you study it. You and I are um, uh, both wired, I think, to, to like really help people communicate better and to share this kind of stuff. And right. So hopefully you get a little something out of this today. You know, again, a little bit different podcast here. Matt, Matt and I will hopefully be back um, together in, in a week or, or maybe Before right Christmas? after Christmas. I don't know. We might have to be after Christmas. Okay. But but anyway, um, yeah, think about your pace and your priority. And if you want to know your strengths, just go to strengthsfinder.com. You can, you can take a free, or it's not free. It's an assessment for either $20 or $50. I highly recommend you do the $50 version if you want to know your top 34 strengths and you get tons of insights in your, in your top five. That's StrengthsFinder. What we've been talking about, the majority of this podcast has actually been based off of discs. So there's all sorts of disc assessments out there. Some are free, some are paid, but, um, yeah, if you're ever interested in learning more about that stuff, I'd love to talk to you with you because when we can close that communication gap and reduce the amount of misunderstandings that lead to conflict in business, we start to accelerate it really quick. So anyway, uh, my name is Jim. And I'm Beth. And we'll catch you next time on the 2120 Podcast. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 Podcast. Hey, everyone, this is Jim. And Matt and I want to ask you for a favor. If you've gotten something out of these conversations... If you've been entertained, or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, give us a review, and let others know about it. And that will help fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.